Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, the place to come for movie reviews, along with some extra fun talk about movie-related topics like box office and awards. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and basically any place else you can find podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter for even more content. If you like what we do, feel free to share us with your friends, like and leave feedback wherever you listen to us, and let us know what you think. Now, let's get on with the show. Ryan, uh, new uh, (laughs) Denis Villeneuve film coming out next Friday. Yeah. Uh, Long-awaited, delayed, uh, theaters only, theaters and streaming, streaming only, and now it is both. We are back to both uh, of of the releases for for Dune. (sighs) Dune is a tough book. Uh, yeah. Dune. What? What have we? We've had. We've had uh, the, the the David Lynch film. We've had the. Was it one or two miniseries? Uh, well, there there was Dune and then Children of Dune. So. Uh, oh, and then Children. Oh, wow. See, I yeah. So yeah, this the, this is this has been a project that Hollywood has wanted for a long, long time, and they keep coming back to it, trying to get it right. It's actually so old that if you're watching the video portion of this program, you'll see this. Uh, this is the Blu-ray copy of Yodorovsky's Dune, which documents the first attempt by Hollywood to adapt Frank Herbert's incredibly dense novel to uh, to film. Uh, let's let's start easy. Could they have picked a better director to try this again? No, <laughs> no. I we're good. We're both we're, well, in, we're like, in agreement. <laughs> you know, maybe. I guess maybe. I mean, or or a as suitable, right? As that, right? But better. I I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So let let's you know run down just a couple of the big ones for for Denny is you know Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So he's mm-hmm. already into epic sci-fi and Arrival, which is really cerebral sci-fi. Uh, okay. Both of which uh, are, are necessary to try to interpret Dune um, in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah, he's definitely got the chops for it. He's got he put together a cast that is uh, ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet uh, as Paul Atreides, Rebecca Ferguson as his mother, um, Zendaya as uh, Sean Young slash Chani. Uh, Oscar Isaac is Duke Leto Atreides, Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, uh, Dave Bautista, David Dasmachian, Charlotte Rampling. Uh, just start ticking them off. He, the, everyone signed up for this film. Um, but that being said, Dune has a lot to live up to, uh, in terms of 
what was done, what is considered acceptable, even though the original film has a lot lacking because of when and who it was made by. Um, but the, the, the bar is kind of high for Dune. Would you agree? Uh, expectation. Yes. Yes. So, uh, what were your expectations going in? Well, I mean, you know, we know that it's, it's half a film essentially. We, we, we do know that much, uh, going in. Did, did, Um, well, I, I actually didn't know that. Oh, okay. Well, so, I, I knew that. I knew that as soon as the t- opening screen popped up. Sure, because I think it does say part one. Or it does say or... part one. Right, yeah. All right. Uh, no, I, I, I knew um, that that was the case. Um, but uh, anyway, um, what else? What else? Uh, what did I? You know, I, I think. You know, I love when people say something's unfin- unfilmable or you can't adapt it. Right. Um, because there's that part of me that says, oh yeah, let's do that. Let's give that a try. Right. Um, and kudos and, to people that try that because really, I mean, sure. We could, anyone could, any, any science fiction or fantasy person could go to their bookshelf and probably pull a book off that they would consider 99.9% unadaptable. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, the Lord of the Rings was unadaptable. Yeah. So until someone did it, till someone did it. So yeah, yeah. So it's and unadaptable. So, you know what? It's unadaptable. So that's always. I mean, you know, and and look, the 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 book is daunting in that it's uh, very politics and economics and um, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on there that um, well is is can be interesting in text, but doesn't necessarily make for very right. gripping television or a movie. So. Yeah. There is, there is. I mean, there. It, it isn't that people were crazy when they said it was um, unadaptable. It, it, it's just that they hadn't figured out a way to do it. And and I, I don't think David Lynch's version was too terribly bad. Um, oh, thank God! In, in I thought the, we were going to disagree on that. No, I, I, I don't think, I mean, there's, look, is it a great film? No, there's a, there's a lot of camp there. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of things that are, are absolutely wrong with it. Part, part of the problem, too, is um, the technology of the day. When it was um, made. Probably, when it was made was probably not quite where it needed to be to do what Lynch was trying to do. Right. Um, I think he was very visionary about things, and I don't think that, uh the film he wanted to make could be made uh, in the 80s. Right. Um, I, I think there's stuff in it that they figured out to make it work, and then there's some other stuff that it has always looked a little just too, right. you know, the the mat lines, you know, just it's it, it, it wasn't, um, you know, as magical or as as believable. I guess believable is probably the, the problem right. there. It was it it just wasn't as convincing as. Um, it needed to be to to pull off what he was going for, right? And so, because it wasn't believable, um, that kind of derails this this big epic. But I mean, there are parts of the film that are, I think, technically say, are are really quite impressive. Um, but uh, so, and and there's you know, the thing is, is, I remember watching it, um, you know, growing up in the eighties. Uh, I I I believe that I saw it in theaters. Um, and then I know that, cause I know that I had seen Lynch's cut 
And then I know that I had seen the television cut, which adds a bunch of stuff that kind of tries to explain everything. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I, as a kid, I just, I just took it as it was and I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, like I, it, it wasn't until, um, I was an adult that, or, you know, at least the later teens or whatever that, um, discovered that, Oh, there are a lot of people who didn't like this. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, I didn't know. Well, and a lot of those, again, um, we're talking, you know, the purists, the people sure. that assumed it was unfilmable. So any attempt, of course, is going to fall far short. And, you know, I mean, to a certain degree, uh, I, my expectations were different. I hadn't read the book at that point. Um, to me, it was we were just getting dropped into this. You know, I mean, I I, I mean, it's almost I think there as as kids and I wish we could all kind of go back. You know, when when you sit down for a movie, um, it, it felt at least in the 80s that, you know, we were getting to see stuff that was um, like, I mean, really not just magical, but different and exciting. And, right. Um, you know, I mean, and, and I wasn't as obsessed with technical specs and things. I, I just right. loved the journey. And that's, you know, there's a lot of the fantasy sci-fi stuff that was coming out then that I think was, was really interesting as a kid. And I, I, I say this to all the time, but you, you kind of always go back the first time you saw something. Yeah. Uh, and so you kind of go back and, and, and you know, I've always had a, a, a pretty good feeling about the Dune and seeing Dune and whatnot. So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I mean, it, so I went in with, I guess, I mean, I just, I, I, I figured that there was a good chance that, you know, it was, it was going to be a solid, um, production. Um, the question would be, uh, pacing. Um, it would be how convoluted, uh, or how unconvoluted uh, were they able to make, you know, the politics of it. Right. Um, you know, and so I, I, I don't know that I, I had, well, no, I, you know, I think I had pretty high expectations just based on the, the people involved. Yeah. See, uh, now my big concern going in or my thoughts going in was that, um, anytime there's a remake or a reboot of something that's liked a lot, even if it's not loved, if there's a liked property that they come back and revisit, um, the big, the big concern for me is always, is like, how different are they going to make it sure. and, and why? Because if they're, you know what I mean? Not just, you know, slight cosmetic changes or, you know, a little bit of technology updates or whatnot. But it's like, are they going to veer completely from what's gone before just to not be that? Or are they going to try to, are they going to evolve it or just change it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I and I, I think this was, I mean, I don't think this is radically different I mean, there's stylistically, there's there's a lot of. I mean, there's certain things that the reason why they look the way they look is that's how they were described in the book, right? Um, and you know, so yes, is there? It was there a possibility that you know they could approach this and say, okay, well, they've already seen, you know, the book approximated, right? So let's just do something entirely different. And they they didn't do that. No, and that, like um, so that was my I, big concern was that when people just just run from a property for the sake of running from it. It's yeah, like, you I don't, don't have I don't to do that. At all. No, I mean, I think that, 
visually there's a lot of similarities um i don't think it it's definitely not a shot for shot or a design for design thing but the still suits you know things yeah. i mean certain things look like well they're supposed to well and even a lot of shots of the deserts are really yeah. evocative of lynch's shots sure, uh, sure. which which because is which is nice because now if, if you liked that kind of feel of the deep desert from lynch then you you'll recognize that you know it's maybe it's just the best way to shoot a desert i don't know um but in something like this it's a nice nice little touchstone to just sure. remind you that you know this, this is the deep desert and this is the way it is. You know, obviously, they do they update the still suits. Everything looks everything's a lot grungier in this one than it was in the first one. Um, it's everything's a lot designs, more open, but the designs are sure. really similar. Or, yeah, it's, or you, it's, know, you know, with the exception it's, of the little ships. Enough. Yeah, I do love the Which new actually, or, I ornithopters. Say, I thought, those were, thought those were pretty cool because. But no, I, I did. I, I liked the uh, the ornithopters because now they look like dragonflies. Uh, but no, a lot Which of the stuff was the awesome. Yeah. yeah, the one of the differences is uh, Lynch's version is actually really uh, claustrophobic. Um, when they're in buildings, everything's sure. really closed, and that's it, it's a lot more open and flowy. It feels like in this version, which is fine. You know, so stylistically, he opens the world up a little bit for us, um, and. That you know, he he didn't change the story a lot from the book, or you know, so it's not so it's fairly similar to to, to Lynch's version. Um, you know, there's some cast changes, some gender swaps, all that kind of stuff. But but the story is the effectively the same all the way through. Yeah. Um, which you know, so it's he didn't feel the need to reinterpret the, the guts, the bones of it. Um, and it, it it takes a lot of the same beats and things, you know. It it, it it's different, um, you know. It, it, a lot of the dialogue different, obviously, but it just uh, a lot of the the way the information is relayed is different as well. Um, but yes, there is a, a familiarity. If you've seen David Lynch's Dune, um, you know you you kind of it it doesn't stray incredibly far away from anything that that he uh, he had done at least you know textual wise right which is is good um so you mentioned pacing before uh this this movie's two and a half hours and it's part one um yeah i think the longest cut of lynch's is like 240 ish somewhere in there uh, yeah, and, but that's it. Also, should be pointed out that that version he has disowned entirely. So, well, wow. uh, with with the animated stuff and uh, yeah. things, but, but but no, but so so yeah. So it's two. This one's two and a half. Um, it is very. I will, I will kindly say that the pacing is very deliberate. Um. I, I think I I think it's it's very slow in places, um, and I mean it looks great because it's you know Villeneuve, but it's it's sometimes it's just like we get it, we get it, and, and for me and I was just like we need to move, we need to move this along. There's a lot of lingering melancholia, especially from uh, Timothy Chalamet's Paul Atreides. Um, 
and a lot of that, you know, I don't know if, if that's just trying to impose the, the, the spiritual aspects of the film, because Dune is a very spiritual story. Uh, people will say religious. I just like to go right to spiritual and be done with it. Um, but uh, I do, I on that note, real quick, I do like the fact that there's a lot of the Middle Eastern feel to Damn. the Fremen, which is, you know... A lot of a lot of that was influenced, you know, or influenced the the novel. So uh, it was nice to see it's you know it's not a, a copy paste from the Middle East, but it's definitely that influence is a lot more noticeable in this version. Um, I, I man, I I don't know if I don't hate this movie. <laughs> I I just don't know if I if I like it as much as I wanted to coming out. Yeah. You know, but I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. Um, under, with one caveat that you need to see. part. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's an incomplete drawing. It, it ends, you know, Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the rings is, is, uh, on its own would not have worked. Right, you know, it's like uh, okay, we get to the point where we're just about to do something and end of the movie. Wait, yeah, and and I don't have an issue with with making. I I, I think I I didn't think it was as slow as you thought it was, but is it? It could have been a little more peppy. Yeah, there, there could be some line delivery and things that came a little more quickly that weren't quite nearly as drawn out. But um, I mean, it's almost uh, they're playing kind of a Hamlet sort of mood. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, it's it's it is just this this I I I do fear that we won't uh, that we won't get the second half for whatever reason, and it's hard for me to really judge this film because it is a half a film, right? Um, and so. Or half a story, or how, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, and it, it's hard for me not to also compare this to what they've done uh, with, on Apple TV with Foundation, right? Um, because I, it's Foundation isn't is maybe not quite as epic and grand, but it's pretty darn close, right? Um, and one thing that that they've done in their hour long episodes is make sure that there's just enough action, just enough movement. Um, to keep you, you know, yeah. even if you're not really into the intellectual half of it, to keep you entertained. Um, and and I think yes, this this the Dune is probably a little more on the intellectual side. Um, there are some action sequences and things, but you know, it's the adaptation is right. it's it's more, uh, you know, I don't know, I, and I don't I don't necessarily think foundation is better um it's different yeah um but it's hard not to kind of see the two of them because foundation wasn't supposed to be filmable either right um and i think i actually you know i think to a to a degree that they were always right in the sense that the the conventional way of making movies once upon a time dune was unfilmable right um, but in in a, in a modern world where we do have sequels and we can, you know, spend two and a half hours on the first half of it and two and a half hours on the second half, um, 
uh, I think that in itself helps. Oh yeah. Uh, well, it does. It doesn't to, hurt. To, you know. Uh, but here's here's the it, thing. It, it, yeah. Uh, the, the talking about that. Now we talked about Lord of the Rings and we talked about Foundation. So Foundation knew it was going to be a series. Was it ten episodes yeah. or whatever? And they yeah. filmed their their season and and that, and now it's it's there. Um, when they did Lord of the Rings, they knew it was going to be three movies, and they filmed Correct. three movies. Yes. Dune knew it was going to be two movies, and did not film two movies. Correct. And I, and you know, we talked. A few of us talked. You know, talked about this after the screening the other day, and it's you know, well, if this doesn't do gangbusters, does that give the studio an excuse not to greenlight? the second film. And I think it does. And I, and I think it was a complete mistake to, to do it this way. Yeah. It's, it's um, just, uh, it's just a horrible, Oh, but wait, who owns this? Warner brothers. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Again, but I don't know if that was Warner brothers or that that was legendary or who, you know, where yeah. that came in or at what point they knew that it was only, I don't, you know, I don't, there's a lot of stuff that I, I just don't know about, but, right. uh, but I, I I do think fundamentally it's an absolute mistake to 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 do half the film and not keep going. Um, it, it financially, it makes no sense. Um, right, because at the very you know, least you recoup some of it if you release the second on disc exclusively or streaming exclusively. Well, or and you can always the and you can always bump up a release of the second film. You don't have to wait a year. Well, no, and, and, and I mean, there is an economic advantage. There's, everyone's in place. Everyone's in location. Everyone's, you know, I mean, everyone's already there. Right. You don't have to work around schedules. You don't have to. I mean, there's a lot of things that that just work better. Um, yeah. You can shoot, you know, in sequencing. You don't lose whatever rhythm you might have had. Um, it just, it just, uh it, it, it's unfathomable to me that they they would do that. Um, yeah, it's it just feel it feels like a self inflicted wound. If this um, movie, which is already pretty heady material, yeah, um, and if you're not a fan, the rewatch value on this, you know what I mean? The casual moviegoer is not going to see this two or three times to uh, try to to try not, to suss out all of the things. Sure, but I mean, the diehards I, might see it four or five times. Yeah. So and, and I would probably I, I'll probably see it at least one or two more times in theaters. To be honest, I'm I'm debating um, going to the Monday screening. By the way, so I, might, uh, I, might... I I I would consider it, but I have I have to be somewhere else. Oh so. yeah, well, out of the country. So, but no, but you know, I I still, yeah, me going back. It, it, this is the worst kind of year time of year to be seeing movies yeah, twice. Right. Cause We've got so much that we're getting, particularly this year, that we're getting, uh, you know, shoved down our throats. Right. Really, all the catch-up material. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and and now with streaming and everything, and a part of that, that the yep. catch-up is impossible to a certain extent. But um, anyway, but yeah, no, I'm. Uh, that's that's the part of this that just it just eats me alive a little bit. You know yep. that there's a possibility that it doesn't get finished and I won't ever really get to feel how I, you know, right. Have a real sense of it. Um, because at this point I, I can say I'm fine with it. Um, 
you know, but only if there's more. Right. Um, and, and, and ironically, uh, another movie we're going to probably talk about, uh, I feel the exact same way, and that's uh, Halloween Kills. Um, there's certain endings that work if you know it's not the actual ending. Right. Um, whereas there's certain endings that if that's left open, that's just not that's not satisfactory in, in really any regard. Yeah. So, but in so in but in regards to Dune, if if you're a science fiction fan or a fan of this cast, which is easy to be, or if if you want to watch what Villeneuve has done with Dune, by all means, go and see it. By all means, get, see it in IMAX like we did. Please, it's yeah. If you if you can, yeah. It's it's gorgeous. It's it's a beautiful film. It's great to watch. Um, like I said, I. My my issues with the pacing are, are worse than yours, uh, and like yeah. I said, my my other my other chief complaint is y- you said there it's like a Hamlet thing, and it's like well, yeah, because everyone's the only person like for all the camp in the Lynch version, everyone felt alive, and in this film, I feel like the, the only person that's actually kind of enjoying himself is Jason Momoa. Everyone else is just very, it's it, very they're they're very dead. They're very they were very flat to me. Um, and I know the story and I just, I just feel, I just felt like the only person that, that is legitimately kind of like embracing what's happening is Jason Momoa. Um, so I, it's, it was just weird for me that way. So I was like, I, I need more animation. I mean, yes, mm. Jurgen Prop now yeah. as Duke Leto was not a terribly emotive man in that film. But but he no. carries a gravitas that Oscar Isaac does not yet possess. Uh, so uh, you know so 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 that the the the, the state and reserved Duke Leto is, is kind of acceptable. But you know Gurney Halleck, uh, you know uh, it, it should be a little more animated, and and he's not as animated as I would like. Brolin is almost just kind of mean and dour the whole time. Uh, as Gurney Halleck, it's just, I don't know. I just, it's just weird. And then, uh, you know, Stellan Skarsgård is uh, Baron Har- Harkonnen. <laughs> and I'm still going to say Harkonnen yeah. because that's how I got it. Uh, even though they're saying Harkonnen in this. Uh, you know, he he's so great. And I love the visuals on all of Gidi Prime and, and the Harkonnens. Um, they're less campy than the originals. Uh, or, or than Lynch's yeah. versions, I should say. Uh, but you know, so that's cool. But I, there's not, there wasn't enough of that. There wasn't enough life in this movie in terms of the cast. And it's like this cast is so good. It's just like, why, why is it not? Why, why am I not feeling better about that? Like I said, it's great. Go and watch it. I, I encourage people to go watch it if you're fans. I, I, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm just being too hard on it, which is why I'm debating going to see it again to determine if I'm just being too hard on it. You know, I, I just have to well, find the time and, to drive all the way down there. But, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's, so it's just, again, uh, you know, again, for me though, it's, 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 I can't really judge it until I know what the whole looks like. Right. And I, and I very, and, 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 and to a certain degree, that's why, uh, Lord of the Rings didn't win an Oscar until it was finished. Right. Um, because, um, and, 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 you know, Return of the King, great movie, but don't think that that Oscar was given really just to that 
film. No, that was given that, to that 12 Oscar, hours. Yes, that, <laughs> that Oscar was, which really might be more impressive if you really want to think about it. Um, it's not easy to make 12 hours of riveting film, even when you have great material. Right. We, we see it all the time where people, what for whatever reason, they they can't. Right. Um, or they don't. I mean, The Hobbit, same, oh, same guy uh, made The Hobbit. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, Move along. Anyway, um, but you know, so yeah, I, I I don't feel like I've seen the whole thing, and so I, I almost feel like I I can't just that I I can't give it a re, a review uh, in of a you know as, as an absolute at this point, sure. Yeah, because I may I now. may hate I I may hate where they take it from here. That is also true. So, or I may love it. Um, but from a writing perspective, I think that the first the first act of, of of these sort of stories is always hard. Yeah, because you you do have to you know build so much, um, and there is politics involved here. So you have to set the politi- the you know the stage for the politics, and then you have to have the religious aspect, and you have to have. I mean, there's just so many different things that are going on in this. Um, I think that's that's why uh it, it took it takes time yeah to, to, to explain all those things and so uh, we'll, uh, we'll yeah, see we'll see uh so yeah there there you go that is dune it opens uh this friday or yeah a week from now friday the 22nd of october uh i forgot the day t- today it was friday who knew um so we're both gonna tell you to check it out mm-hmm. and, and we'll leave it at that <laughs> check it out uh, definitely an imax if you have IMAX around you. Um, yeah, the, definitely yeah, biggest, see it on the big biggest screen. screen. Biggest screen you can. Yeah, I, yeah I, I just don't think there's there's so much here that uh, you just you'd miss on a small yeah, small TV. You really would. So or even you, even a big TV. Yeah, or even a big TV. So there you go. That is Dune, uh, October twenty second, from uh, director uh, Denis Villeneuve, whom we love. So. Um, stay tuned. We've got more films coming out. We got Halloween kills, which opened today, which we'll be talking about. We've got two or three movies next week. Uh, another film, at least one the week after that. Um, I've still got some stuff I got to get to. Don't worry about that. But Ryan and I will be back. They are giving us all the movies we can handle really at this point. Um, and then some, if you're Ryan. So, uh, yeah. so, uh, stay tuned for those. We'll be back. Don't forget to like us. Follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. That would be great, too. Till we see you again, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. Uh, and we will talk to you all later. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.